welcome to episode 13 of The Break. We thought we would do something a little bit different again for this episode, and we decided to do, since it's almost the halfway mark of the season, we went to do sort of a check-in halfway through and see if any of our predictions from episode one were close or how far off we were. So we're just going to be focusing on the West today, and then next week we'll check back in on the East and see how we did with that as well. So, guys, how do you think you did? I remember nothing, so I I'm mean, I nailed, perfectly. I nailed Donovan Mitchell as Rookie of the Year in the West. I, I, I just killed that. I'm seeming to no, remember. Your Rookie of the Year was not, first of all, your memories are a little... He's uh, being facetious and buzz. sarcastic because he knows he's wrong. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to... Although Never. I don't remember who I picked, so to be very fair, I uh, also... Yeah, there's no way I picked Donovan Do you guys Mitchell. remember who you picked? Do you want to guess? You, you definitely play... You definitely picked Dennis Smith Jr. Correct. And I picked Lonzo. Yeah. That's right. Nailed it. Nice. <laughs> you nailed that, unlike your prediction. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Lonzo's still got time. The season's and, not over And yet. Dennis Smith's kind of a beast. I mean, he's no Donovan Mitchell. But I should have gone with my gut. Like, literally, I was looking at Donovan Mitchell, uh, Mitchell's, like, like, um... Like measurements before the draft, I'm like six three, six ten wingspan. Like, like usually that's what it takes for me to like, like look at a player, and be like, he's gonna be successful. He's big for his position. I should have just gone with that. <laughs> I hate myself now. Well, six three is not that big for his position at point guard. It's not, but the six ten uh, wingspan, the fact that he's super athletic and pretty strong, for, like, like he's not an overly skinny guy, right? I'm 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 heartbroken that he got snubbed for the dunk contest. Yeah, I have no idea how that happened. He's kind of like, what is he like? Like ne- next generation's Damian Lillard? Like, is that your closest comp at this point? Uh, I don't know. I don't even feel comfortable putting a comp on him. Like, he's just good. Like, he, he's a player. Yeah. And it's a feel good so story. At this can. point in the season, you guys are both gonna change your pick. Who are you? Who are we changing them to? In the West? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I think we're both taking yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, it's, it's right? really tough not to take Mitchell. I mean, it's it, there's too much ground to get for Josh Jackson, even though I think he's making strides. Uh, again, like, Smith... Is Kuzma, Kuzma's getting no love? Not even a little bit? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think I'm as big <laughs> on Kuzma as a lot of people. So, like, I'd much rather Donovan Mitchell. Uh, uh, I, I think uh, Lonzo's still more important to the Lakers when you look at the on-off yeah. numbers uh, than Kuzma. As great as Kuzma's been. Because they have been, Brandon Ingram. Uh, right? He, he plays with... Yeah, like he's like he's fantastic. I, I think they're, they're very fortunate to have nailed that pick. Uh, that's, that's the type of stuff you need to get lucky on. He's a good uh, 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 six-man scorer off the bench. I think that'll, like, maybe he's a starter. I think he'll end up being a fourth. Fifth, fifth, fifth. Look, no, we're not arguing he's not going to be nice, but, but Donovan Mitchell has a chance to be special. And at this point, there is so much hype that I don't really see anyone catching in the West. Like, I think it's just kind of, like, I, I presenting at this point, people are going to start talking about Mitchell, like, in, in the for real rookie of the year conversation. Like, as good as Ben Simmons has been, like, he deserves to be in that conversation. Well, okay. I know I'm being a little bit overly, yeah. like, uh, blowing smoke up his ass there. But, I mean, he's been way, way, and consistently getting better. So, at least it's a 
you you'd also have, you'd also have to put Jason Tatum in there if you if you're going to put Mitchell. Yeah, that's fair. When you're talking about what he's done on the defensive end and for a good team, uh, like he doesn't have the volume of those guys, but uh, but he's got God, the percentages. Like he's, he's just and he's a way way. Better he's got the percentages and he's got the responsibility, and I think that that has to matter when you're kind of if you're looking for a guy that isn't Ben Simmons. I, I think that counts. Um, all to say, uh, we picked uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the way around. Exactly. Uh, we found our way there. Uh, if we're looking at the next thing we did for predictions was MVP. I know it's still early again, but Justin, you want to go two for two for your memory? Uh, I picked Kevin Durant yeah. for my oh, MVP of the I remember what I did. Oh, man. I picked Kawhi for sure. <laughs> you did. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing so hot on this one. Well, this is so far... I mean, you guys both lost. You know, both of you. I don't. I don't know if I lost. No, I'm saying at least for the first one. Second one, I mean, one. Oh, he's got a much better shot than two for sure. Yeah, I'm done. (laughs) There's no way that one. I I think, I think there's a debate to be had on whether or not Kevin Durant is the MVP of the West. When you look at James Harden missing time, uh, and then Steph Curry, how much time he missed. I know Durant hasn't played every single game. Uh, but the way he has played on the defensive end of the floor uh, has been more valuable to the Warriors than even Draymond Green. And I don't think anyone saw him taking a leap on that end. And, and while Harden's probably ahead on most MVP rankings and probably would be on mine still, uh, at this time of the year, just based on the games that Harden's missed, uh, I think there's a really good case for Durant as MVP. As much as we'd like to overlook him because of, because of the talent on the Warriors... I think for me, like, like I'm obviously going to have to switch picks because I don't think it's possible to make up that much ground, even if he comes back immediately, which doesn't look like he will. Yeah. Um, I'm actually... <laughs> Especially with how good those Spurs look without him, For right? sure, but I think that's been the Spurs' way forever. They could just not have any stars, and they could just have the D-League team. Like, oh, we're just winning games. We're third in the West. But... So why, is he, why would he be valuable, then, if we're having this theoretical discussion? Because if your argument is they would do this exact same thing with or without him, why is Kawhi Leonard valuable? Well, it becomes uh, that conversation that uh, that everyone wants to take MVP and mix most valuable player and best player in the league or in that conference into one conversation, right? So I still think talent-wise, he just, he's deserving of that best player. But if you're literally taking it again, that's why I think they should be two separate awards for just... Um, best player in the conference, I, I think he would be up there. But to pull back to what we're saying, I actually have a sneaking suspicion that um, Anthony Davis could be a dark horse runner here. Uh, the Penguins have been... Uh, 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 the Penguins! penguins. The Shout out to the Pittsburgh Penguins! Shout out penguins. to Sorry, it's, it's freezing outside. My whole backyard is like... A, I, I still can't get my car out of the He saw a Penguin today. That's how cold it is. Yeah, it's brutal. But um, I think Anthony Davis has a shot. I mean, I'm looking at his numbers and, you know, uh, 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 Boogie has equally great numbers, but a 28.5 PER, two blocks, one point. One seven steals, twenty six, almost twenty seven and ten. Um, Anthony Davis is having a monster season, and and he has his Pelicans, I believe, in the playoffs right now. Um, I... you know what makes me happy? Yeah, not only in the playoffs, but 
pushing for that fifth seed right exactly. now. What makes me happy is like you have these nights where Davis goes absolutely ham and he gets like 50 points, 20 rebounds, whatever, and Boogie's all happy and he's having a great time and he's cheering on Davis. And then you have the exact same thing uh, when uh, Boogie goes off and Davis has a little more quiet of a night. I mean, they also have nights where they're, they're both just dominant together and, and that, that tandem has just been phenomenal. Uh, but it's nice to see, especially when you look at how much trouble those guys had last year playing with each other when they were first trying to figure it out. It's nice to see two elite talents really step up in that it way. It would be really nice if the point guard that they paid $30 million to pay, play basketball would be up to the challenge of matching them and make a real big three. What? Oh, what are you <laughs> talking about? Have you... Now, see, this is what I wonder. Have you watched the Pelicans this year, or are you looking at their stat lines? Because Drew Holiday is having one hell of a year. Like, he's a borderline all-star. Yeah, but borderline all-star for $30 million. He, he should be an all-star. Yeah, we're talking about two, well, we're talking about nearly 20 points per game on a team with two guys that are putting up ridiculous stats. You, like, it's not possible for there to be, like, three 30-point-per-game guys on a team, man. Well, if they had Mike D'Antoni, maybe. But no, you're right. You're right. So, uh, you so got he... Justin Beyond fired up right now. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. Are you standing up? I feel like you stood up during that. I didn't stand up. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh, he stood I'm, I'm metaphorically yeah. standing up. To I, this I know, I can feel because it. Because part of my French. <laughs> Because you know what, Phil has been a Drew Holiday guy for. I was about ever. to say, I'm like I, shitting on my own bed. At some, at, yeah, exactly. At some point last year, I guarantee you, he told me that he is better than Kyrie or would be better for the Cavs than Kyrie. Oh, I always say that. And now, when Drew Holiday is having probably the best year of his career, I we was have just these downplaying it to try oh, to build up my book, my Anthony Davis MVP comment. But yes, you're right. Best. He's played good basketball. Fine. I still think Davis the best has part a of this. Chance. There you go. That's all I ever wanted. When oh, I was listening to episode out. one, Justin also went on a tangent about how Phil contradicts himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to let it slide. I mean, this, this is not happening. Hot takes, cold showers, what we do on the break. But Anthony Davis is it, as my pick. Uh, so I'm guessing you're sticking with KD to try to ride this along. Well, I'm saying that there's a case, but as I said, if if I had to make a vote, I'm I'm going for James Harden. He has been absolutely phenomenal. I was um, just gonna say no Chris love Paul. for Harden. Yeah, him, him and Chris Paul have been phenomenal. Um, I thought maybe that there would be like a little bit of an adjustment period uh, with those two guys. I thought that the fit would work just because they're both so unselfish. Um, but he's adjusted. He's taken his game to another level. Uh, he's, sh- he's shooting the ball better than he's shot it. Like when you look at the volume and responsibilities he has, it's just absolutely remarkable how good he's been. So yes, he, he would be my league MVP as well as my Western Conference MVP right now. Tough picks. Yeah, yeah I can kind of see uh, that, but I'm a stick with well, the you, you guys hit on the Pelicans a lot. And, well, I guess I didn't let you guess there, but that's fine. The top contenders for surprise team, Phil had the Pelicans. Justin, you want to go three for three and guess your original pick? My surprise team, I think I picked the Blazers. Ooh, three for three. Ugh, I'm too good at this. Are you guys sticking with these picks? 
I just also love how um, how you didn't uh, even give me a chance to guess that. You're just like, you did I this know, because you I knew that away. I would. No, 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 because you knew I wouldn't guess it. Because I had no idea. Like, like if I really sat there, it would have been up there. But I could have easily have said the Blazers. You but... were you were really pumping the Pelicans hard. And Justin was just not. not well, they went from out of the playoffs. To... Yeah. Well, see, that's Justin's problem. It, it's foresight, right? Like, like what he likes to do is have. He, he likes to be on an established team with older guys who can't really get past where they are now on the Cavs. And just cheer for that because he knows what's on his plate. You know, like, like some people like to know what they're having for dinner, you know. That's Justin's comfortably set in his ways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I truly am. I'm I'm complacent as hell, man. That's that's what Phil's really trying to say. But he's, he's, he's tempering his take. He, he's... He's being the most Canadian. You were nice to me before. Right now, I'm, but... I'm giving it to you here, but I. Uh... Oh, give it to me all day, man. Uh, at least buy me dinner first, but um, yeah. So I, um, I think I win this one. Come on, the Pelicans over the Blazers. Yeah, you, you are far more right. I mean, the Blazers are as bad as I thought that they'd be. Um, I know you, you had some, uh, you had some takes about your boy Yusuf Nurkic. I, I don't think you're as high on him as you used to be. I was to be. way, way Is, is that well, fair to say? Uh, uh, considering, to be fair, the way I was hyping him up was kind of like how Boogie's playing right now. So, yes, I was way over overkill on that one. Um. <laughs> he has been better defensively. Skinny Nurkic has worked out on that end of the floor. But, uh, yeah, the, the Blazers are exactly what we thought they are. Um, two guys that are carrying the load with uh, Damon McCollum. Um, Lillard talking to management now, trying to figure out what they they need to do. Uh, all that loyalty goes out the window when all of a sudden you're not winning. Um, so yeah, they're, they're a team that needs to kind of hit the reset button, maybe shake things up. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to build around Dame, uh, but McCollum's days may be numbered, and, and that would be a guy I'd look at to potentially move at the oh, deadline. Imagine they could do a three-way deal that lands Paul George there. Paul George, Dame Nurkic. Well, I don't think Paul George is going. You you saw his quote today, right? Yeah, how, how he's uh, I, I was, I was something about showing his, his loyalty to Russ. I, I don't. And how uh, well Russ showing uh, how he backed them up after not being an All Star, which just spoiler alert, Westbrook's part of the reason why he's not an All Star this year. But anyways, he said the way Russ stood up for him is making his decision a lot easier to to stay. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Oh, everyone's so nice in the NBA. Too bad. <laughs> too bad Houston's going to fall on their face in the playoffs. But we all saw. No, actually, uh, Justin saw that coming. Which in brings us. I, that's a good segue for me. That'll bring us to our next one worst teams. Well, like, this was surprise worst teams, not actual worst teams. Oh, like, gonna be, oh, like who's going to be like a, a lot worse than we thought? Yeah, no, we didn't want to dumpster dive and talk about trash. Teams at the bottom of the. Oh, uh, say that I was call way maps. more aggressive say I than call the maps. I meant it to be. Um, Did I? I don't remember. No. Man. Justin, oh. you want to go for No, 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 no. No, no. Your... I said the Grizzlies. Come on. No. Still what? wrong. Man. I, I, that, the Grizzlies were your most disappointing team? No, no I'm just wrong. Still. He went. Oh, okay. So. 
My most disappointing yeah. team was the the Thunder. No. I guarantee you that. No. Okay. You were just being... Hang on, Megan. Trick question. Don't <laughs> okay. don't 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 cut me off. Don't cut me off. Don't cut me off. Don't cut me off. On the first version that we recorded, um, I picked the Thunder as my most disappointing team. That one we had to re-record, and that was after the Carmelo Anthony trade. So I changed my opinion because I thought they'd be a lot better after they acquired Carmelo. So my most disappointing team was, and I am stalling for time, the Pelicans. Yes, Justin! <laughs> I, I got four for four and a bonus point there. Well, Except we you're one. totally there's wrong. There's one more. Yes. There's a, you, a pro, I haven't confirmed, I can't confirm it. I didn't uh, go through the pre-pre-first episode, but you know what? You sound right. So I believe you. Why would Justin I'll lie? give you the bonus. I'm going to give him the bonus point because he's been on fire today. But yeah, Pelicans, you're just trying to uh, ruffle Phil's feathers. That's what he I does. Think a little bit as well. He's always trying to piss off Big Bird. Yeah, I am inclined. I am inclined to do Phil kind of hit two and one beats. First he said Utah, then he went Rockets and went on a big tangent on the Rockets. So I may have been wrong there. <laughs> Uh, that that does sound a lot like him. <laughs> uh, uh, changing my mind, not sticking to something, and then going going ham on one. Just on yeah. a tangent on whatever you that felt like talking much sounds about in that like, moment. Like, well, like, it sounds like, like he still has no faith in the Rockets. He's saying they're going to fall on their face well, in the well, playoffs. Well, so. well, no. Um, I'll say that about the Thunder. Um, uh, the Rockets, I was completely wrong. They're playing way better. And I, I, I think on a large level... Uh, uh, Second best team in the league. Uh, second best team, and I saw when they played the, the Warriors. I legit, I was watching this. I was like, they can do this again and again and again. Like they're gonna lose some games to the Warriors. Like I'm not saying they have the Warriors, but it's the only team that I can see playing seven, and I could call it going both ways. But the real difference maker to me was a, uh, like Justin pointed out, the how quickly Chris Paul acclimatized himself to this team. And secondly, just the emergence of Clint Capella. I mean, him going from what I thought he was to where we all see him now is just night and day. I mean, um, he's turned into, like in my mind, he's turned into what? Like, are we comfortable saying minimum top five center in the league? I'm uh, top 10, so probably between the five and 10 mark. Yeah, he's definitely a, a top ten center. Um, I what he reminds me a lot of is like uh, an even higher end version of Tristan Thompson. And I think that's why uh, when the Rockets last played the Warriors, he gave them a lot of those same problems. He just has so much mobility, but you put that on a, a bigger frame and uh, even better threat in the pick and roll, or at least one that's more maximized by what Chris Paul and uh, James Harden do well. And you got yourself just a, a dynamic, high-level role player. Like, that's what the Rockets would have hoped uh, Dwight Howard would have been when he was there. But Capella just completely knows what his role is. And that's so valuable when when you're talking about a role player like that. He's not going to demand post-ups. He and he's okay with uh, nine uh, shots a game, which he's shooting 67% from the floor, by the way. Exactly. He know he knows what Chris Paul and James Harden can do for his career, and that's valuable. Nice. That's very. very I, I mean, as a stats guy, like when you look at a guy averaging fourteen point five points, ten rebounds, and close to two blocks in twenty six minutes a game, shooting those percentages, like 
that's why you know Harden and Paul can do what they do. So yes, I totally botched this pick, and I'm totally on much more on the bandwagon. Still, I'm a little too much of a Chris Paul hater, but I've learned to appreciate his skill set. And, and and yes, just to be fair, I say this on air, he is a much better shooter than I give him credit for. Justin has has thrown this in my face many, many, many times. <laughs> I still can't believe you didn't think Chris Paul was a shooter, man. He's just little. I just hate. That's a that's a devastatingly bad thing. Yes, and this and and look, I have some really, really, really good takes. A whole lot of and and I have some of those. So it's like a. And mix. then he also just got one where he covers all all the bases. A yeah, bit. and because I just picked your first writing down, I just picked the first pick, but I'm pretty sure within a couple sentences, sometimes you just go on and again you just cover all the bases just so you're never wrong. Oh, they're there. That that's that's the Phil special. It is. And shout out that's to him for it. I think that's like, been our pick on Phil theme for the whole thing. Is we just go at him for just. Mm, I'll I don't serve dish. Seven takes per sentence. I don't serve dishes. Per I serve a buffet. You can have what you want, but I'm always safe. Uh, so the last thing, oh my God. the last thing we hit was Warriors' biggest competition. Justin, this one you're gonna, you're not gonna guess because I'm going with your original answer that you said, but then you threw like a different answer in there. So I'm just gonna go. If you can get the original one that you said, that's huge points because I don't think you'll get it. For Warriors' biggest yeah. competition in the yeah. West, your first like go-to answer. Oh. It's an outside of the so box. It's I, a I, different one. Yeah, so I definitely didn't say the Houston Rockets. Phil, you guess first. I want to give this some thought, just because I got a streak on the line. I think I said OKC. You did, correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you half a point, Justin, if you get your... You, you just guess, and I'm then I'll let you know. I'm just trying to think. I even hadn't... Just trying to think it will make more sense when I tell you. I think Justin gets one uh, uh, one guess, and 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 to and to make up for my other bad guesses, if he gets it wrong, um, I get his. I get one crack at his. Did I say the Nuggets? No. Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, your first answer was actually no team. And then oh. you said the Timberwolves. Okay, well that that makes a lot of hold sense. On, hold on. Like that is the What did he answer. actually say? Oh, when he had to pick? His first answer was no team, and then his his uh, I guess secondary answer was the Timberwolves. Boom, got so it. So you get no points. If you had said no mm. team, that would have been. I still get half points for that. I I called the Timberwolves. I I called both of us in that one play. I've made up from this. And it was mostly because I couldn't decide which one I picked between the two of them, and I'm like, oh, he's a smart guy. Uh, uh, um, he'll read my brain and pick the other one. Huh. So I will was. give Justin really props off. Anybody eh? start, you know. I'm actually like disappointed <laughs> I said the wolves. Past Justin's an idiot. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've got to go over as many people but... that just chirp you all day for like trash talking. And, like, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't even remember what he says. I will be like, listen, he actually remembers what yeah. he says. <laughs> it may be trash, I but do. he remembers. Exactly. Like an elephant. (laughs) Bam. Well. Which is just remarkable when you consider everything that I have put into my body over the years. Including elephant. The trash going in your mouth as well as coming out, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, my lungs in particular, but yes, continue. Um, I'm guessing we're changing these picks probably at this point in the season. 
this one, biggest competition. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't go outside of Rockets. It's yeah. the Rockets. I mean, it's just like yeah. it, it's the only team that I've seen play against the Warriors, and I'm like, this looks somewhat fair. Every other team, it's just like uh, one-sided fights. You know, it's just like like Mike Tyson fighting a child. Just who? Who'd you say? Who's the only team? Oh, the Rockets for sure. Oh, yeah. it's, it, it's the only team that defensively has the right pieces to stop them. Offensively, has the right pieces to keep up with them and the different looks they can throw at you. I mean, uh, we've been talking about Capella, about Harden, about James, but, but there's still uh, Eric Gordon's averaging just shy, and, uh, just shy of 20 points a game. You know, I mean, this is a team that's stacked. Ryan Anderson, uh, Mamute has learned to shoot threes. PJ Tucker's been a beautiful ad. Um, and Gerald Green's been quietly nice when he's not trying to murder uh, Blake Griffin. But, Justin, are you a seconding Rockets? Hey, that's also nice, man. That's that's team bonding right is, there. Especially with the uh, 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 covert spy skills of uh, Chris Paul to tell them how to get through the mystery tunnel of the Staples Center to the other luck. I, I love how problematic those tunnels are, and like we just kind of glossed over the fact that those were put in place so that Kobe could uh, escape the media when he was going through his uh, little Colorado troubles there. Where was it? The same arena where he had his helicopter. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, there we go. They were custom made just for helicopter. Yeah, they're Kobe hallways. Specifically. Uh, yeah, as, as we're <laughs> as we're going over like the problematic like things with Kobe that we just kind of ignored. Um, also, I love how people were celebrating like the retiring of two numbers when Kobe himself has openly said he changed his numbers because everyone, <laughs> everyone associated number eight with his rape scandal. Oh, <laughs> oh Kobe! Like I just love how that was glossed. You're retired over. and you're still taking uh, shine away from the Houston Rockets. <laughs> Never again. Um. Yeah, 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 we're going. I guess there. it's you know, yeah. Once as many years pass, I guess people like to forget, but you know, you never can't. forget. They do. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that they they forget when it's convenient. Yeah, that will do it for this episode. I'm actually gonna. I'm really excited already for our end of the season check-in. This was fun. Yeah, and I might actually remember something for once. Although I've got a nice bottle of ice, you won't. I know I won't find my life myself. You won't. All right, Meg. I love you, but no, you won't. (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us on this recap, special recap episode of the West. And next week we'll be hitting up a recap episode of the East. So keep listening and go to pressbasketball.com for other episodes of the break. If you want to listen to episode one and two, see how far we've come. And now we're here. We were terrible, and now we're slightly less terrible. Yeah. Started from the bottom, and we're, <laughs> and we're still dragging our bellies there. We're slightly higher than the bottom. Maybe. All right, thanks, guys. See you next week. Peace.